you know, Josh, uh, our uh, our team song. I don't even know what half of those words mean. I'm just, I know that they mean good things. Um, we had Logan on the last episode. We should have asked him now that he's, well, I mean, he's, he's worked with youth well, for a while he's now. He's like a but, teacher now. So like he's exactly. like even more exposure no. to potential hipness. His, um, his, 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 his is a hip word. This is what the what cool the kids are say doing. now. Fellow youths. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> Yes, exactly. No, I, I I like our theme song too, and it's based on a, a Kirby song, which is like totally different. Okay, if you were listening to this, if you've ever heard one of our bite sized episodes, the way that I did that intro is that you get that little sound, and it actually goes into the song from the Super Nintendo Kirby game that that song is a remix of. Totally, like sounds very very different. But I think it's kind of fun to have like both of those there. It's a bop. Anyways, it's quite uh, a bop. I'm Nate. You're Josh. And yep. uh, it's true. People, it's just you just get us two this week. Just just us. Keeping it minimalist. I really don't have an opening bit. Coming coming into this this episode of the breakdown, I, I mean I'm like well, and you and I were talking about it, but it, like I was so last episode I was in the middle of vacation. Um mm-hmm. Or I just started any which way. No, I was like, yeah, in the middle of vacation, but I took two weeks mm-hmm. off and I, I told so now you, you're super refreshed. No, no. <laughs> like I've been back to work for like a week and a half and I'm, I'm ready to like pull my hair out again. Um, I'm like, <laughs> At the, least the, you still have hair. Yeah, this is true. This, <laughs> I've, I've got all this, this, this beautiful, these, these flowing locks up top. That is wonderful. Um, Thank you. I, I'm rather fond of it myself. But there's this like I went I went on vacation for two weeks and I came back to work and it was like two weeks worth of mess. Hmm. And it's like I expected a little bit, but it was like there was like this two weeks where I didn't have to think about work. I was I slept mm-hmm. in, I didn't do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like I it was like like super chill. <laughs> I came back to work and then that first day it was just like boom, right back up to like just like <laughs> Like my blood pressure just went right back up. And I was like, this is terrible. I, I hate it. Oh, this is awful. And this I hate is it. why I took, yeah, it sucks and I hate it. Sucks and I hate it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I shared with you real briefly that uh, I had a customer decide to move his mailbox. And so, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, he didn't get mail Standard. for, yeah, moved it while I was gone. And uh, I was like, I came back and I saw you moved in. I was like, Oh no, this, uh, no, <laughs> like we're not doing this pal. And mm-hmm. so, uh, anyways, he, he went in and he complained about me and they were like, he was like, well, I moved my mailbox and people were like, duh. Like, that's why you're not <laughs> getting your mail. <laughs> you, you can't do that chief. Yeah. Don't, don't not, not a good idea. You should probably just put that back where you, you, you found it. <laughs> That's impossible for us to do because we have one of those like I don't know what you call them like community mailboxes. You know, it's got like twenty different uh, different cluster uh, boxes. There you go. Yeah, it's like a little beehive of mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. really, I can't really move that around. No, that would be super illegal. <laughs> yeah, because then you'd not only be moving yours, you'd be moving like 
30 other mm-hmm. people's. Yeah. And, yeah. and they'd probably be pretty upset with you too. I'm just probably letting you know. But would they know it was me? Um, could I'm, be a number of different people. I'm fairly certain that you would not be able to move that mailbox without a bunch <laughs> of other people seeing. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like, what are you doing, what? buddy? <laughs> Moving it three, you know, four feet. Oh, well, I'm sorry that, uh, that your return to, to normalcy stuff ended up hitting the fan. Thanks. It sucks and I hate it. <laughs> But uh, how's how uh, it has been two it's weeks? Been- oh, that's true. It has to you. indeed. How have Another your two been weeks. two weeks been? I mean, oh man, um, oh man, I talk pretty. That's that's okay. Uh, cause, just because I don't even know, I don't even know what to say. It's been uh, it's it's been up and down. Um, I don't want to start this off this this episode off on too much of a bummer. Um, but it's been rough because there was a friend of ours that we've known since high school that we just found out passed away from COVID. Uh, and she wasn't that much older than us. So um, yeah. that was a huge bummer. And we're working through that because we know her and her husband. She has three kids as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's been kind of rough. Um, so, but so that's kind of like the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> in terms of like what's been going on recently. Um, outside of that, you know, just just kind of maintaining in in other areas of life, you know, keep on progressing with schoolwork and and uh, just just kind of life. Not too much else to say. So sorry for for yeah. throwing out that that huge downer, but um, no. that's yeah, like I said, on the forefront of my mind. I mean, no, I, I get it. And and we sort of talked about this. You and I were texting back and forth a little yeah. bit about this. And I just said, like, even with my grandpa, who was mm-hmm. older, like, that was still hard. That was still really rough. Yeah. You know, and it is, it sucks because there are a lot of people because of this disease that just their families are missing them. And that, mm-hmm. it's hard. That That is, yeah. it is hard. Yeah, it's like there there's there's no answers and um you know they they the family they are Christians. He actually the the husband he worked at the church that he is that they are at right now. So they're real connected to their church and so they're mm-hmm. they're uh you know being supported by their church well um from what we can tell. But we're bringing him a meal later this week and uh so we'll be we'll get to see him. Yeah. You know, and talk to him then. Yeah. So that'll be good. But, but yeah, man, that's a, uh, like I said, that's uh, kind of been on the forefront of my mind over the yeah. past couple of weeks, just because, you know, we found out this past weekend. So there is no segue. So I'll just awkwardly <laughs> roll into our next. Ah, there we go. Back, backlog Ooh, report. Some no. stuff to report on. So many I do. backlogs and reports. <laughs> so many logs on my back. I don't know what I'm saying. No, no backlogs today, and no, no. Uh, that's right. No, no backflobs right. either. Mm-mm, none of those. <laughs> Take those backflobs and get them out of here. Get them out of here. Go. Um, well, I can I can go ahead and roll into some of the stuff that that I have been into because I've had. 
I've had a little bit more time, which has been nice. A um, little okay. bit of Baldur's Gate here and there. Okay, still okay. still trudging okay. along. Cool, 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 nothing, cool. <laughs> nothing too huge. Um, but I did start a new game uh, since finished Control last time. I started up. I just got a hanker in for an action game. Popped in Neo. Um, not the world ends with you, Neo, as in like the old. Mm-hmm. I say old. The the samurai I mean, Dark Souls old. game. It's a it's mm-hmm. a few years. Yeah, because two just came out like a year or two ago. So I think I think it was 2017 actually, because Breath of the Wild and, and Horizon Zero Dawn were 2017. I think Neo was 2017 also. Uh, but anyways, started playing that, and oh man, I just, I just love this style of game. Um, it it was certainly pretty difficult, uh, and I haven't played it in a few days, so I need to go back to it. Um, but I was I started off by trying to play it like Bloodborne, and Bloodborne, you want to be aggressive, no. and in this game, you are a samurai, and samurai are not supposed to be aggressive. Like you need to know how your enemies attack, and then when they open themselves up, then when they are vulnerable, that's when you attack. Don't just don't just go in there guns blazing. Not it's 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 not a not a good strategy. There's there. no shotgun parry. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So um so yeah, not too far into it. Finished the first mission. I think I finished the second mission also. Well no, anyways, I fought one boss. I've I've fought one not the opening boss, but the doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But Neo did you, did you fight the ogre on the boat? Yes. That yes. boss like that's like that was actually a major bottleneck for a lot of okay. people. Like okay. if you look at like globally, like there are a lot of people who have like basically they got to that and then they mm-hmm. just quit. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I could I could see why. It's um, it's a tough like especially for that early on, it's a tougher mm-hmm. fight. Like mm-hmm. it's I'm I mean, I have to uh the first time I beat it, I beat it with help. <laughs> Like I was like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, my I think my brother because like I pl- I did a lot of that game co op with Parker mm-hmm. and then with my brother occasionally. So nice, nice. So. Yeah, I I didn't exactly cheese it, but it did take a number of deaths to kind of figure out a good strategy for him. Yeah. And then after I beat him, then I started looking up on YouTube, and there's so many videos that are like, yeah, he's not that hard. Just do this, just do this, just do this. I was like, oh man, no, he was, yeah, he was pretty rough. I thought he was pretty rough. But, um, but yeah, they did. You, you fight, you do fight him like a Dark Souls boss. You basically just stab him in the butt until he dies. That's kind of the idea. Yeah. Um, but at least the, the way that I fought him. Um, but yeah, so, so basically from what I've played so far, it is basically just samurai dark souls by the people who made Ninja Gaiden. So there's, there's some added stuff in there. Uh, you know, that there's, there's some really cool moves that you can learn and stuff like that. That helps the move sets are pretty cool too. Um, so yes, fun game. I'm looking forward to continuing that one. Uh, play a little bit of Pokemon sword with the kids. We downloaded the Pokemon TV app and watched some Pokemon, so then they were interested in the game too. So we've been catching Pokemon in the wild area, and that's been a lot of fun. And and we, I think we got two more badges, one or two more badges, so we only have like three or four. We're still early on in the game. Um, but they're now they're like asking me, "Hey, can you play Pokemon? I want to, you know, catch some Pokemon." And my uh, my son's like drawing pictures of the Pokemon and stuff like that. So it's pretty fun. 
Yeah. Um, playing a little bit of that. I did roll credits on Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> yeah, I saw so, that. I saw that. So that's fun. It, it that felt good to to roll credits on it. It was a total of 29 hours of exercise, but if you've played this game, you know that like the amount of exercise that you get is is at the most half of the time that you actually put in to it. Cause you know, there's like the warm ups that you do and the stretching and then like the stuff you do in between exercising so that like the actual exercising is yeah, like 40 to 50% of, of the time you actually spend playing it. So I've probably put a good 60 hours into the game game, you know, it's gamifying exercise is what it is. Um, but anyways, it, it felt good to roll credits but I'll continue on in that as well. Um, in terms of stuff that I've been, you know, just just other things to report on, uh, we talked a little bit about it before the show, uh, but we started watching a couple shows. Started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That was fun. Nice. Because uh, we'd heard it, that it was ending, and so my wife and I sat down with a bottle of wine and cool. uh, watched, cool, cool, started watching cool, cool, it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Yes, I, I haven't heard that yet, but uh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. You told me that that was from that show. Um, and then also I watched uh, the YouTube video on it, and then I got interested in seeing if I could find it anywhere. Malcolm in the Middle, mm-hmm. if you've ever watched that show, totally holds up. So I would highly recommend that. In terms of things that I have been reading, not too much lately, honestly. Um, but you know, I just did the bite-sized uh, on kind of some thoughts on minimalism, and I recommended Greg McEwen's book Essentialism. He just put out a follow-up to that called Effortless, and I listened through that one, and it's good too. Um, but I think Essentialism was better. Um, but yeah, Effortless is good too. Essentialism so. is a book that like I have been meaning to get. It's like it's like I need to read this book mm-hmm. because I I think I would probably really enjoy some of his ideas and but I just haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so. it, we've talked a little bit cuz we both listened to I think listened to I, I think so you might have actually physically read it. Uh but range by David Epstein. And so th- this kind of has not necessarily counterpoints, um, but it seems like it would be at odds at first because like essentialism is about like paring down the things that you do. So you're only doing the most important things. Um, so it's interesting to compare the two perspectives because I really like both books. <laughs> well, um, I think essentialism though is more about like sort of life philosophy Mm-hmm. It gives you a framework to sort of organize your life, mm-hmm. right? Whereas range is about sort of like examining the the expert versus the jack of all trades, sort mm-hmm. of the specialist versus the generalist, mm-hmm. and sort of saying like, no, well, there's actually merits here to both of these, right? And um for especially in sort of our specialist heavy sort of world or culture that we live in mm-hmm. uh the the generalist is probably going to has potentially like more like opportunity for success mm-hmm. yeah so i but i can they do they it, there might be some 
I don't want, I almost want to say crossing of the streams that we <laughs> Ghostbusters reference, but like it, it, they might seem at odds at certain points, but I think mm-hmm. like to the, you know, yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would highly recommend both of those books, <laughs> honestly. Um, but yeah, that, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I think that's like the third time uh, here recently that I've rented um, Essentialism and listened to it again, just because I need to remind myself of that. Because, like I said on the bite size, like I tend to just take on too much. Yeah, it's just it's just the way that I'm wired. I need to kind of refocus. But yeah, man, that's what I've got to report on. How about you? Um, so yeah. as far as I'll start with games. Uh, of course, playing a little bit more of Arena, I am down okay. to like for the most part, like playing it every two or three days. I uh, did put out a bit of an all call on Twitter and on mm-hmm. Facebook, just saying like, "Will people please play some casual hands with me?" And mm-hmm. I did get some responses, and we'll see how some of that works out. The the one okay. guy he and I were playing, and he was he was playing a red deck wins deck, mm-hmm. all three hands that we played. And I was like, dude. This is what I was trying to get away from. I I don't want to play this deck. <laughs> uh, I I should have I should have just said like, hey, do you have any other decks you want to play? Because like mm-hmm. those would be fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did manage to beat Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. <gasps> I did. I I killed Ganon. Oh shoot, Spoilers. man! Yeah, you just spoiled the entire game. I mean, it should not be a surprise. You pretty much kill Ganon in every Legend of Zelda game. That's true. That's true. And, and but in this game, you actually kill Janon, Ganon's half brother. Oh, wow! I'm just being, I, I, I'm just being dumb. <laughs> I was edit that out in post. Quit, um, quit being such a Ganon dork. Ganon dork. Yeah, you, you actually fight Ganon dork. Um, he's a uh, it's actually Link from the uh, Legend of Zelda cartoon. And, uh, <laughs> Excuse me, princess. <laughs> he was cursed by the Triforce of uh, power and wisdom yeah. and courage. All three the, the those Triforces cursed him. And he became Ganon Dork. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his palace, you have to fight the different characters from the uh, CDI games. Yeah, so. and then you you actually defeat him by giving him a swirly and <laughs> saying, "You're not excused, princess." <laughs> like you're a dork. Um, no, that's wow, wow. I got that got kind of weird and silly. <laughs> this is the, ooh, this is going to be a good. Tis one. a silly um, podcast. Tis a silly podcast. Uh, I finally rolled credits on Ape Out. Okay, um, yep. that's yep. a short little jam, and I really recommend it. It's a very cool game. Uh, there are really only two control options. Like you can grab dudes and throw them or you can just straight up like push them. And then it's all that. It's got like sort of that jazz percussion sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. A couple of the levels I got a little cranky on. I was like, Uh-oh. how the heck am I supposed to beat this? But eventually I figured it out. Did you, you know, ape out a little bit? I did ape out just a tiny bit. I mean, frustrated oh, from oh, monkeying around. Uh, yeah, you could say that. You could say that. Hmm. I would not, but you could say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Vermintide two, a uh, little bit of that. Um, that's it's fun. You know, it's just uh, it's 
dude, the Warhammer universe is mm-hmm. real weird. And I kind of, and like, actually it's, it's like one of those things, like, especially after reading all those Glenn Cook books mm-hmm. or listening to all those, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yes. Let's, <laughs> let's kill hordes of rat goblins. Yes. Nice. I'm in of Skaven. That's what they're, they're called. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's sort of that vibe. And I'm like, I'm here. Like I'm yeah. here for that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm vibing on that energy. Um, it takes two, which I'm just going to say is a really freaking phenomenal game. Like Megan oh. and I have played a little bit of it. We're only like a, a, an hour or two into it. Mm-hmm. And the bits and pieces that I've played so far are outstanding. Um, hmm. Nice. I think this is far and above. Uh, I want Hazelight. I think is the the name of the the studio that developed this game, and they did a way out, and they did something else. But a way out is the one that I remember. Um, but they do they do this kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it takes two is really great. Um, okay. Okay. I really like. I haven't beaten it yet. But I really recommend it. Like strong recommendation. Uh, it's it is co-op, like strictly right. co-op. So you know, have some. You have to have somebody to play with. But anybody listening to you, Josh, like this game, I think is worth a pickup. Like mm. Mm. keep an eye out for it. I think it's it's just a really like I said, we're not done with it yet. But just that the actual gameplay and stuff really phenomenal just really 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 great game so Hmm. far Hmm. um as far as books go i did finally finish uh port of shadows which is that the last glenn cook book uh so how much have you learned how to make from it i've learned how to like i'm i'm pretty sure that like just based on my knowledge right now though i could Mm -hmm. survive in the grim dark universe Hmm. Um. So sounds like a lovely place to be. No, it's it's grim dark, dude. Um, <laughs> lots of insane wizards, and hmm. uh, you know, lots of soldiering and mercenary bands and stuff like that. Gotcha. With uh, culinary yeah. skills. Mm. You can be a there's actually of doom. I, I I don't think that they actually really ever have too many good cooks in in these books. Gotcha. The same. No petitions the assumed. They they might cook the books. They are a mercenary band. Um but uh Port of Shadows was really great. Uh shout out again to friend of the show, Eric Bryant, for turning me on to that. Uh I really like those. And I probably will be collecting physical volumes of those at some point in time. Oh, I, nice. like these, I like these books. And I'll probably listen to again to them again at some point because they were pretty enjoyable. I really like that cast of characters in that world. Uh, on a different, like different vibe, kind of a different note. Howl's Moving Castle by Diana Wynn Jones. Um, this is the book that the movie is based on. Oh, it's way better than the movie. I like Miyazaki. I really like Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Howl's Moving Castle is not his best flick. Like it's a toss up between Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away for me. Okay. I do like Howl's Moving Castle. It's it's like 
probably my favorite in the sense that it's just lighthearted and it's whimsical and it's really charming. Mm-hmm. Like it's top three for me. This book, so much better. Hmm. <laughs> like, hmm. yo, nice. this book actually makes me kind of not like the movie as much because mm-hmm. it's just like this book is phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. uh, sort of they were reading it for the bookening. And so I was like, well, I want to listen to this before. And uh, she was actually, Diana Wynne-Jones was friends with Neil Gaiman. um, Oh, wow. Who I really like, but cannot in good conscience actually encourage anyone to read any of his stuff. Uh, He's Mm -hmm. an incredibly talented writer. Just don't read his stuff. Except Norse mythology. Norse mythology was pretty awesome. Uh, That one was tame. And I think Neverwhere is really great is pretty recommendable, but that's like everything else. I'm like, I love this stuff. I can't recommend it. Yeah. Like it's just, um, and then I started a book with, with my, uh, I I guess buddy. Yeah. James Roberts. Uh, I know him through Mm -hmm. Facebook. Um, he's reading, he's, he does like these reading challenges and he sort of has been logging nice. on Facebook. He put out something called, uh, and he's like, I'm going to, I want to read this book called the comfort crisis by a guy named Michael Easter. And I sort of looked at it and I read the blurb and I was like, I, he's like, is anybody, and he asked, is anybody interested in reading this with me? And I said, I looked at, like I said, looked at the blurb and I was like, I'm game. I'm in. That's it's it's just sort of an examination of sort of our culture's obsession with co- like comfort and everything else, and uh, yeah, I'm there. Nice. So there's that. Um, as far as other stuff goes, well, and and I guess like all of that being said, that that does bring my beatdown score back down to four because I had picked up, I had beaten Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which took me to negative four. Then I picked up bravely default two for 30 bucks mm-hmm. and then i and which took me back up to three and now i'm back down to four because of ape out so i'm at negative four um negative four okay yeah yeah negative four uh but as far as other media i just i did uh over vacation watch the entirety of well i finished uh ultraman ginga and then mm, that's ultraman right s and uh, ginga s is rad ginga is kind of like except for those last couple of episodes ginga is pretty forgettable mm-hmm. um it's like mm-hmm. it's fine but it's like it's super low budgety and right i'm kind of like, right eh. but yeah i watch and i watch like all the movies and everything that came with that blu-ray set well there's the the ultraman victory little mini i watched all that and i was like oh okay cool like mm-hmm. it was fun <laughs> like that's, yeah. this is neat okay move mm-hmm. on so that that's my backlog report nice well i think we've got something else to report on a battle to report on there and, yeah uh, yeah but before we get there we should probably just take a minute and say like hey if you guys like the show if you mm-hmm. like the backlog breakdown you like what we do here and you're interested in supporting us um we'd really recommend you just, you know, find us on Patreon. Uh, you know, think of it as a tip jar. You could throw us a couple bucks. There's perks there for anybody who does that. Um, what you you get access to any of the uncut episodes. If you want to see Josh or me, like there's video 
uh, we we really like the brochachas. We like all of our listeners, but we like mm-hmm. the brochachas the best because they're the best. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, if you want to buy our love, uh, you know, <laughs> you you can do so. You can do that. You can do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, you know, just wanted to throw in a quick plug there, and uh, and and then I guess you know, and here's here's a word from one of our friends. So I'm sure that they're making really fantastic content too. Mm. And we're back. So, uh, you know, in the backlog report, I mentioned I did beat uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and uh, mm. it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> it was such I, a bad uh, game. hated every minute of it. I Thanks. I hated it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, that's not actually true. Uh, actually, so, you know, for anybody who's been listening to the show or who's sort of aware of, you know, just me in facebook gaming groups when it comes up uh i have besmirched (laughs) i I don't have a i don't i have i i have a bit of a contrarian streak josh Mm -hmm. and like sometimes if somebody's like this is the coolest thing ever i'm like no it's Mm -hmm. not and if somebody's like you shouldn't go watch that i'm like i'm gonna you know (laughs) it's like it's like um what if i do but what if I do? Uh, it's like, hey, you shouldn't go watch that movie. It's it's not good. I, I'm gonna. You you're not. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not, not the, the boss, boss of me, me now, and, and you're, you're not, not so big. You're not so tough. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna watch watch that stupid movie and then regret it later. Um, <laughs> oh, you actually just love me. Dang it. <laughs> dang, you're just looking out for me. Um, <laughs> doggone it. Um, yeah. But I. So, you know, to give it a little bit of context, uh, because I've always sort of been like Horizon Zero Dawn is criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is criminally overrated, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I wasn't totally right in that. I wasn't totally wrong either because <laughs> I, I, I still think that those statements kind of hold water. I think... Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is overrated. Um, I think it got gets a lot more hype than it should. I think it's and this is to say, like coming back, I think it's a really great game. I just mm-hmm. don't think it's as good as everybody else sort of like hypes it up to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and to be fair, like most Zelda games when they come out, like game journalisming um, are always like, oh, new Zelda, ten out of ten. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I mean, except if it's like, you know, Triforce Heroes or something like that. But, you know, like, yeah. like uh, what's it? Uh, flipping um, Skyward Sword, which I like that game. Okay. 
I'm not one of the haters, but but it received a ton of ten out of tens. Whereas like, yeah, it's not a ten out of ten game. I liked it. I liked it, but it's 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 probably a really great game. Um, but it's not a ten, and that's that's kind of how I feel about Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really great game. It's a strong eight, maybe even sort of bordering on some nine. Mm-hmm. Like you know, at the very least, this is a very high seven. Mm-hmm. I don't do number ratings. Like this is right, this yeah, is a must hard. play. Like mm-hmm. so, this is a very good game. Very very good. I also think Horizon Zero Dawn is very very good. Mm-hmm. And I think like uh, what what kind of makes me salty is that I think it's probably the more interesting property out of the two for me. Mm-hmm. And it's Thunder got stolen because they released within like a week of each other. So, right. So I just, I pulled up some information. Horizon Zero Dawn uh, was published in February, uh, February 28th of 2017 by Guerrilla Games uh, for the PS4. It's a PlayStation exclusive. It's a new property. Um, Guerrilla Games up to, this, up to this point had only really done the Killzone kill zone stuff which mm-hmm. is like the first person shooter genre so this is just a studio that's not built for this they sort of stepped out they did something else entirely it's kind of just it's something new and it it's very good now it's not to say that there aren't problems with horizon zero dawn mm-hmm. um like but the i name. think it yeah the name doesn't bother me as much <laughs> but yeah it's not great <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like Horizon, it should be like Horizon colon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's neither here nor there because Horizon Forbidden West is like it should be Horizon colon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Horizon is like the series and then Zero mm-hmm. Dawn is like the the installment. It's it's not the it's not a great name convention. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you don't know why it's named that till halfway into the game. So yeah. anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm yeah, like I mean, flooding but, in with critiques at the start. Sorry. Dude, I mean, this is We're what we do, though, man. This is what we do. <laughs> um, but then Breath of the Wild was, so not even, not even a week, three days later, wow. March 3rd, 2017, wow. Breath of the Wild drops on the Switch and becomes like well it the the phenom that it is yeah. like so, otherwise and and just a little bit more context it dropped on Wii U also yeah. and that was when the switch was released so this was a release game for the so it's like buy a switch buy breath of the wild you know like the, mm-hmm. so the, the so there was maximum hype because new zelda game on a new console yeah uh, and we on see a new Nintendo you know, system Right. Yeah. Four and a half years later, like how well the switch has done. Like it wasn't, it wasn't small potato. It was well, like, and to be fair can, too, like, man, prior to the switch and this game, there were a lot of people who were like Nintendo's on its last legs. Cause the yeah. Wii U just was not, had not done well. And I don't think that's a right. fair critique. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, I right. think like people like, dude, they had that Wii money. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they're yeah. fine they're exactly. fine they, they can have a stinker if they want mm-hmm. um yeah but and it, I, i'm actually kind of bummed because i feel like the wii u never really got a chance and and without the wii mm-hmm. u we would not have the switch i'm right like i i feel like in a lot of ways the the wii u stumbled and kind of walked so that the switch could run and someday fly 
Yes. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, and like I said, within three days, and I, and I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of the successes that like, and this is part of the problem is that you don't, not, these games don't get judged on their own merits, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's all contextual. So it's like Horizon Zero Dawn comes out, Breath of the Wild comes out, and there's a lot of similarities, you know, they're both sort of open worldy, um, mm-hmm. It comes it, it it comes out that they both sort of take place in sort of like these techno magic sort of environments. There's there's a lot of parallels, right? Like, yeah, with They're, and they both occur in, for lack of a better term, post apocalyptic areas where there has been a large and I'm just going to say it, calamity <laughs> in yeah. the world like it's literally called calamity ganon in in breath of the wild but something bad has happened to this world and now you're in the aftermath and you don't know what happened in both games you're like part of the adventure is finding out what happened yeah and so there there are a lot of similarities and 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 I think even the fact that like you know so Horizon Zero Dawn was Guerrilla Studios first sort of what's the word I'm looking for here like exploration into like the open world action adventure sort of genre mm-hmm. and Breath of the Wild is actually sort of a survival style reboot in a lot of ways, soft reboot of the Zelda franchise, mm-hmm. and um, and, and so and again, they're 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 almost like so in some ways like new properties, um, mm-hmm. in both cases, even though and, and I mean it's it's hard it's hard to sort of talk about all this stuff without. So I'm, I'm what I'm going to say is like what I'm going to start out is like I'm going to open up, I guess. So now that we have some context and everything is mm-hmm. I'm going to open yep. up with some of my initial criticisms of Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, I did not like this game for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I had tried multiple times to sort of play it and I was like, it's fine. But I think it's like, and again, some of that's probably just my contrarian nature. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are some big problems that aren't as big later on, but they're still problematic. I think the weapon breaking is terrible. Uh, it's a terrible implementation. Like, hey, you want to do that mechanic? There's better ways to do it. But I didn't like that. I mm-hmm. didn't like the the fact that there were no like major temples. It's like mm-hmm. outside of like a couple of like those those labyrinths that you find on the map. Mm, um, yeah, those are those are kind of cool. But mm-hmm. or the the divine beast or the guardian beasts or whatever. Right. Um, aside from those, there's no real dungeons. And, and and Hyrule Castle, of course, but like there's no real dungeons and it's like, it's all sort of whatever. Um, and, it, you know, I just felt like for a game that's about traversal and stuff, like, and I mean, this is sort of like, and for lack of a better term, I still maintain this, mm-hmm. no hookshot. Like, and I feel like, it, I feel like, I feel like there are a few things about this game that like a hookshot would answer some serious questions like would would actually provide a compelling response to several of my critiques. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like the combat's pretty in, in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I think the combat's kind of blah. It's kind of okay. like it's meh. It's 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 fine. It's functional, um, but it's not really great. And I feel like one of the reasons I hated 
and I still really don't like the weapons breaking is because it takes what's sort of already inconvenient with the combat and actually makes it even more inconvenient. Um, okay. But again, that's neither here nor there. Um, and it's not to say that like Horizon Zero Dawn has like awesome combat. Although I do think shooting the, like I do enjoy the combat in Horizon Zero Dawn better, even though it's, it's a different vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I, for me, it's like I'm a, a long time old school Zelda fan. I've played mm-hmm. all of them. I haven't beaten all of them, but I've played almost all of them with the with the exception of like Skyward Sword. Um, just because oh. I, I, I didn't have a Wii at the time. Gotcha. And I just wasn't like, I was like, and by the time I, I was like, I looked at it and I was like, this looks weird. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't going to waggle with that. Yeah, no waggles for me. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> but I I like the Legend of Zelda franchise a mm-hmm. lot. And to me, this was like a step to... Like, I actually was pretty upset because I felt like the Breath... And I felt like, and I still to a certain extent feel like Breath of the Wild sort of abandons a lot of the actual like Legend of Zelda tropes that help establish the game as being a legend of zelda game mm-hmm. like the temples and you know the, like the the having sort of multiple tool sets like and like you know getting like the the sort of almost i don't want to use metroidvania but like that sort of like you, you get a tool and all of a sudden it opens up all these things and mm-hmm. I, I i enjoy that stuff i appreciate those mechanics and and i was kind of a little bitter that that had been abandoned and don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong that the game works but but i i actually you know i guess it's sort of when it comes down to it there are things that i prefer like i think both these games do a lot of things really well and i think that there Mm -hmm. are some things that there are some really glaring weak spots in both of them um Mm -hmm. but Anyways, so that's that's sort of like my and 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 I guess part of it too is I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn, and because it was sort of just by nature of where it was it released, and I think it did fine. I mean, it did well enough that it's getting a sequel, so right. it's it's not it didn't do yeah. terribly, but I really felt like it's it's thunder sort of got stolen and it was not given any room to sort of breathe. Mm-hmm. And really sort of find its own feet before, you know, Nintendo comes in with Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, this is a Nintendo game that I'm really, and I was sort of burnt out with Nintendo at that time too. So, but that's kind of where I'm at, like mm-hmm. in, in sort of starting out with all of my, my stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so do, do we want to get into it or I, I guess just a window into kind of my, uh, my take from this is, is that I did get uh, breath of the wild on Wii U when it was first released, super stoked on it. My, uh, daughter was born around the same time. I mean, she, she was, um, come on. I know my daughter's birthday. It's May the 5th or excuse me, May the 9th. And, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was a few months later, I guess. Then maybe, maybe I had waited a little bit on it, but I know it was right after my daughter was born that I was, that I went pretty hard into this game. Cause when, when your kids are first born, they can't really do anything. Um, and our son was pretty young, you know, he was Except only like a year eat and a half and cry time. and poop. 
Right, exactly. But basically it means like life kind of slows down. Like you are hyper-focused on this this child, but at the same time, like literally half their their living time is spent sleeping. And so there's there's like lots of downtime. So I was able to put a lot of time into this game. While you want to be at home, <laughs> you want to be available, you're not like sleeping as regularly because of this young child. But there are also like big chunks of time where you're not doing anything. It's kind of like being on call, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to be able to drop, or you have to be able to do something at the drop of the hat. But um, at the same time, like there's there's also big chunks of, of time. So um, I was able to explore this world, this rendition of Hyrule um, during that. So it, it I have very, very fond memories of the game. I loved it. I especially loved how um, the, huge the world is, and yet it's it it feels like a living world. Like there's so much to do. Like you know, I'd look at the map. Okay, I need to go this X. You know, X marks the spot. I'm going to go towards that, and you end up just going on tangents, finding stuff under mm-hmm. rocks, seeing this little puzzle here, finding a little shrine here, and doing so much. You know, fighting this group of enemies and just doing so much before you end up, or maybe you've just completely taken a, uh, a turn and you're no longer going towards that X, you're going somewhere else just because there's so much going on in the map. So I, I love Breath of the Wild. I am totally one of those people who's like drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, it's, yeah, it's probably my favorite Zelda game. Um, just, yeah, just based on how, how alive that world was. If I were to go back to it today, I might not like it as much because I don't have as much time on my hands to to spend wandering around in digital worlds. Um, it is a very different season of life that I'm in right now. Uh, so I, it could, it could be, it might, it may just have a lot to do with, you know, where I was when this game was released. I don't know. Um, but that's kind of my background on Breath of the Wild. And then I just recently played through uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I had always heard it was a really good PlayStation exclusive um, now, of course, it's since come to PC as well. But uh, when I got my PS4, uh, it was one of the games on the short list that I wanted to to throw on ye old backlog because I knew it was one that I was going to be playing, and so played through it here recently and uh, got some. I've got some thoughts. Um, I I will I will just be upfront now. I do think um, it was a little uh, not. Overrated is not the right word, but um, I think I went into it with too high of expectations. I'll put mm-hmm. it that way. So, well, it had probably just been over. I mean, like, dude, I was like, Horizon Zero, uh, like, I was one of those people who's like, Horizon Zero Dawn is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I'm like, no, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think it's a really great game. And I, I think it's, it's a, like, it's a must play, but it's sort of on the lower end of that spectrum. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, like, no, I think, and I think that has more to do with the fact that like, has, has a lot more to do with the fact that like Gorilla, the, the pivot from being a first person shooter studio Mm -hmm. to like making something that is as sort of fully fleshed and Mm -hmm. just polished and, and good. Now there are some like. Aloy has some really weird facial animations, even in the first one. She, uh, yeah. she makes some real funky faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the first yeah. One. The facial animation is not, uh, it's, it's weird. And it's the animation too, because it's like the models look good. 
It's just mm-hmm. when they start moving, it's like this uncanny valley thing. Some of the times that's just ugh. some of the times it's really good. And there are other times mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh no, no yeah. don't make that face. Don't look at me like that, please. Like, right. <laughs> look right. anywhere else but at me. Um yeah. you, and you freak it's, and of it's nature. a little jarring too, because this world is beautiful. Like the game mm-hmm. is a gorgeous game. Even today in 2021, Dude, you know, four and- years later. And Very beautiful. Like game. honestly, I think like the whole like the robot dinosaur stuff, mm-hmm. that aesthetic is a lot of fun. Yes. Like it's just yes. I, I mean, one of my biggest criticisms, like I think the the bow in that game is mm-hmm. arguably the best bow that I'm kind of I, I actually thought about because it just got a PS5 update. Okay. And I thought about downloading that and seeing if they did anything with the haptics. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just, I really enjoyed the way that the bow felt in horizon mm-hmm. zero dawn. And I mean, it makes sense because like a lot of the combat, the combat is really centered around the bow. Like you can mm-hmm. use her staff and stuff, but you can tell like they were like, they were not expecting you to do like melee is sort of like a last resort. Like, uh, somewhat. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's not as fleshed out. I mean, like there's the, the melee tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. In the skills, but it's not as fleshed out and it's not as like, it's not as satisfying. Yeah. To, yeah. Like, I mean, the best part of the, like, I mean, you know, that I was, when I was thinking about it, I was like, actually, Horizon Zero Dawn sort of shares some, some DNA maybe with like games like Monster Hunter, where it is about like, right. you know, because like those really satisfying runs are when like you set up all the like the, the goofy trap wires and, you get the enemy to like run through and like shock himself and then stumble into the explosive thing. And then mm-hmm. you run up and you tie him down with like the, you get like the, the one that shoots the ropes and then pins him to the ground. And then you go up and you hack a bunch of pieces off of them. And like that stuff is that, that those sort of like gameplay loops are really like, that was the really fun part of that combat. Mm-hmm. It's like, when you're fighting some of these giant robot dinosaurs and like you're shooting them with the arrow that knocks parts off of them, like uh, the, the thunder draw. Mm-hmm. It's like, I told you my favorite thing to do with the thunder draw in late game was like, I would shoot the thing, like one of his big cannons off mm-hmm. and then I'd run up and I grab the cannon and I just lay into him with a cannon and yes. then I knock, I knock everything else off and then I kill, you know, eventually kill him. I mean, mm-hmm. even then it's a, it's a bit of a bear of a fight, but I just yeah. I feel like the the bow in Horizon Zero Dawn was I thought it was a really satisfying sort of combat experience. Mm-hmm. And in stark contrast to what I think is like probably one of the Breath of the Wild, like combat in Breath of the Wild is fine, but it's like it's I it it was never as much fun for me mm-hmm. um, as Horizon Zero Dawn's combat was. So I mean it's 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 an area where I'd I'd give. I'd give sort of the the nod to Horizon Zero Dawn. Like if you're just pinning them up against each other based on like combat, mm-hmm. I thought the the combat in Horizon Zero Dawn was a lot lot more enjoyable. It's not to say that the the combat in Breath of the Wild was bad, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was nearly as good. Like it it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean, for the most part, I'd agree with you just with a bit of nuance in that I I I do think like Horizon Zero Dawn is more combat focused. That's just yeah. the way that the game is. And so they they spent a lot of time 
giving you lots of options, giving you skill trees and things like that to where, and, and, you know, you can switch, um, switch your weapons on the fly and things like that. So, you know, you could do a trip caster and the kind of stuff that yeah. you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, like you could do all these things and you can also do a lot of really cool things with the physics in breath of the wild. You had different types of weapons at your, um, at your disposal, that but it wasn't it wasn't to the same level as Horizon Zero Dawn. It was it was simpler. And so yes, I agree the combat in Horizon is deeper. Um I think that Zelda though has more of a puzzle element to it in the entire scope of the game over Horizon that it wasn't like just the game in general is not as action focused. It's yeah, more and about it's- and that actually is like something that like, I mean, I, I agree with your assessment there. I just think that that's not as much fun. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind having some fights be a little more like puzzle-ish or mm-hmm. tactically oriented. But like sometimes you just want to run into the middle of a bunch of bokoblins and like beat them up with your sword and like feel cool. And that game, And Breath of the Wild never lets you do that. Really? Oh, really? I mean, I liked you know those bomb arrows, like catching stuff on fire and seeing. All oh the no, dude! Go I was crazy. Like, yeah, like, dude, I would like jump cool off stuff of. You could do. Yeah, but it's like I'm talking about like just like, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I I think maybe it's just one of those things where the combat in in Horizon Zero Dawn just appealed to me more because it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like like yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I I feel like in a lot, it was more of a like, hey, we're gonna give you a bunch of different ways that you can do this thing. And I'm like, but you have to be a lot more intentional about it, which is fine. But at the same point, it's like, you know, sometimes you just want to be the hero of time and like run into like, you know, just like slay some monsters. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just felt like that was never as satisfying as like, even like when you're like hunting, like some weird robot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, saber tooth or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And and props to Horizon too. Um, you know, I I certainly have my critiques with the game, but the world that it creates was my favorite part about the game. Oh, you know, dude, I talked that- about it's gorgeous. Um, but you even mentioned, you know, robot dinosaurs or robot animals or whatever robot. Like it, it it just drops you into a very cool world with different like types of terrain, which are really pretty as well and really cool. And and just to to stumble on new, you know, types of these robots and things like that, see stuff off on the distance. Um, you know, that those stupid like enormous turtle things with the cannons that would shoot up in the air. I freaking hated those things. I never actually beat any of those. Um, like it, it is a very, very cool world um, to, to inhabit. To, yeah. And I think that's actually probably my favorite thing about the game in general. I, I, would, I think I would have to agree with you there. I think like, and, it's, and that's another thing. Like, so if you're, you're pitting like sort of the worlds against mm-hmm. each other like dude i'm gonna be honest i think they're neck and neck yeah. because breath of the wild i think in some ways like that's a world it's very cool it's it's mm-hmm. gorgeous that art style like that mm-hmm. sort of like that that sort of watercolory kind of cell shaded thing whatever filter they snapped onto that thing mm-hmm. it's really cool and it looks really great and and it's like i definitely 
had a lot of fun. I put 120 hours into Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, I think that's double what I put into it. So, <laughs> and it's you like have me beat. I I crawled all over the place, and I was like constantly mm-hmm. like, I'm going to run up this mountain, and I'm going to do this, and I'm blah blah. And I was like, and I, and it, it's honestly, it's one of those games that like, it it actually sort of channels Skyrim for me in just okay. having this map where it's like I'm just going to run around and see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. where that's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's how I played Skyrim. I was like, I'm just going to run around in this stupid map and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know if this is really the word that, but I felt like in Horizon, the world felt a little more, I don't know, intentional. There, there was some, like, yep. They were both, I mean, they're just, they're both like, both of those worlds are just like really cool spaces to like get in and just run around in and do stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are two very different expressions. Like Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild, it really is about exploration, which I'm kind of like, which is cool. Like, you know, because there's a lot of really cool stuff to see. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also feel like at times... I don't know, it, it, but Horizon, man, like, dude, like, yeah, it's like you said, just some of those environments and some of the, like, like, and again, it's some some of that maybe is like enemy, but like some of the the arenas they they set up in Horizon with like the Thunderjaw, the Thunderjaw mm-hmm. grounds, like, there's, I I still remember some of those. There's like one that he's like, um, it's like the very first one you said. There's like there's like a forest and sort of like some like canyon style like some very like ravine walls and he's just mm-hmm. like stomping around in there and it's like oh man <laughs> like yeah and you never get quite that same like moment like the the way that that hit me it's like the first time you see like a lionel in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. breath of the wild is like similar but not but not as intense Oh man, when you go down into the Coliseum though, dude. No, the Coliseum Coliseum's legit. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, that's that's a very cool set piece. And it's just like, dude, both those worlds are just so much fun to like rip around in and sort of yes. like engage in. Like, and I think too, I think it just has to do with like because Aloy is more of like the hunter, mm-hmm. whereas Link is sort of like an explorer. Yes. Um and yeah. so there's two just very different vibes. Yes. And um yeah, I I I I will concede that I I agree that they're neck and neck, but again for different reasons because Zelda just in general the gameplay is more puzzle focused. I personally felt like, you know, there there's something hiding under every rock and every tree and every bush and so that that made me want to explore the world. Whereas yeah. my time with um, Horizon Zero Dawn, now you platinum the game, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So you're way more hardcore than I am. Um, most of my time, like towards the beginning, I wanted to, you know, collect all the things and do all the little dots, and but that quickly wore off to where I was like, no, I'm headed to this next place. Like I don't really want to. Dude, um, those the cauldrons, I think, were probably some of my favorite experiences. Okay. For my see, the problem is my. You have to do like one or two of those for the story. I don't know if you have to do all of them though. Okay, okay, I don't, I don't quite remember. The what, cauldron, what were, the cauldron are the cauldrons are those where they basically it's like the plant 
that's manufacturing. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. Robots. Like mm-hmm. I know that you have to do a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. So. Gotcha. I felt like a lot of the, um, and I guess this is more of a critique. Sorry, before I go in that direction, I do think the worlds, the worlds are both very good in their respective games for different reasons where I felt, um, rewarded by exploration and like figuring things out to the point of where like, Oh, this rock looks out of place. Let me go put it over. So it makes like a triangle with these other two rocks. Oh, here's a Korok. They gave me a Korok seat. Like there was, there was always something more you're discovering where, let's be honest, they gave you their poop, but it lets you carry more stuff. Like it, there was value in gathering more of them and it felt like you were progressing in the game. Whereas I, I think about halfway into the game, I stopped caring about my items in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like there were so many different ones and I'm well, just like, I don't and know, whatever. And I think too, like that that is like, so there's a lot of stuff that's like tied to lore and there's all sorts of like, mm-hmm. and like for the listeners... You know, I'm going to assume that you played Horizon Zero Dawn at this point. Oh, that's true. We are going to have to go like total spoilers. We're we're going to have to spoil some stuff. I think one of my favorite parts of is that moment when you finally start realizing that Horizon's world is is our world, but Mm -hmm. it's basically sort of at the and you're finding these like you're finding like old coffee mugs and stuff like that. And they're speculating mm-hmm. on like what use these artifacts had. Like to me, like, yeah, but yeah it's like a hat they, or something like that. You know, they're like this ceremonial flat bowl, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, what? Okay. Like, it's like some of it was just, it was funny um, right. and charming. And, but yeah, there, there were definitely like the, the collectibles and all the, the stuff on the, the, the Horizon Zero Dawn map suffered from like what we, what I would just call like uh, a checkbox game mm-hmm. problem right. or just a Ubisoft right. game problem where it's like, there's all this stuff all over the map. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. And I mean, I did it cause I was like, I was having fun doing it, but it, mm-hmm. it, even, even in uh, getting the platinum, there's just kind of like a point, I think, especially towards the end where I was like, eh, this is kind of like, I'm just doing this because like, if I don't, if I walk away from this now, I'm just going to be mad at myself. Right. Because a lot of the side quests, and this is what I didn't want to go into earlier. I felt like, and again, I, I didn't have as much time into the game, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't do the right ones, the but side they all quest- boil down to a lot of the same like fetch quest stuff. Mm. That but I, I mean, just, and and it's like it's it. I mean, that is, I think, the one th- like one of the things that Breath of the Wild does better is like you're doing this stuff and you're just like, oh hey, like yeah, like hey, there's a bunch of rocks over here. What if I put this one in and make the line straight? Or there's like mm. there's like three apples in in these bowls and that one's empty. What if I put an apple in that bowl? Or like y- you know, it's like there's all that stuff. It's like after a while, you're like, oh yeah, I know what's gonna happen. Like I find <laughs> like that it's like. And the little guy pops up and goes, ha, yeah, ha, ha, you know, <laughs> it's like, and then gives me his poop, um, but very useful poop, very, very useful poop. Um, <laughs> but I think that that is one of the, the areas that like breath of the wild is a little more interesting in some ways to inhabit, mm-hmm. but I do 
and and it's like you know when you're finding stuff it's it, it tends to be a little more incidental i guess is i don't know mm-hmm. but the, the, he, yeah I, I was just gonna say to me it's more polished whereas like your perspective that that you have given is completely valid like this game is pretty like horizon is pretty amazing for the fact that this this studio had only basically made first person shooters like it's pretty amazing to pivot like they did and to have it come out this good unfortunately it does carry the baggage of like a ubisoft open world game where yeah. um where uh what forbidden west may like do a well, lot better things than and the, i'm really know, like, hoping that forbidden west will, i'm really hoping that forbidden west will take cues from ghost of tsushima um, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that's not a game that you've gotten around to and I mm-hmm. haven't beaten it yet, but the way that it does like the map stuff is like, and just that open world stuff, super cool. And it's nice. like, I'm really hoping that horizon forbidden West actually like, honestly, I think anybody making an open world sort of action adventure game needs to be taking to a certain extent cues like mm-hmm. saying like this is what ghost of tsushima did and it's really great yeah how could like what can we take from this and implement to make our own games better because it's just yeah it's so cool like there's there's so much stuff like following the wind like instead of okay. like a golden yeah. trail like you can you, mm-hmm. you swipe on the pad and the wind blows and that will tell you where to go next mm-hmm. like like there's stuff on the map where it's like if you see a fox and you follow him, he's gonna lead you to something. Like okay, like there's all sorts of like really cool like sort of little touches in that that it's it, in a way it's an iteration or it's a playing on a lot of that checkmarky kind of stuff, but it's in a mm-hmm. way that's a lot more natural and not as sort of jarring. Where it's mm-hmm. like you know climb the giant like i mean i'll be honest i loved climbing those giant robots with the yeah, giant saucer yeah, the heads. yeah that was they were that was always super fun because there was like mm-hmm. a little bit of a puzzle like it was like okay like you know i need to get this thing to move over here and then i jump and jump and jump you know mm-hmm. but you know, yeah 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 i mean it, it, it was a nice little set piece yeah for sure yeah for sure and and that's yeah, I enjoyed those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, quick little uh, side note. Do you know how long Ghost of Tsushima is? I can look that up. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to take yeah. up any bit of time, but no, that's, that's maybe fine. it's just me. But I feel like open world games are getting a little too. Uh, yeah, they're they're all getting like too much. Well, that's like, when. Um when Logan and I were talking, I just like, mm-hmm. I only have so much like bandwidth anymore. So right. it's like right. an open world game. It's like, I might have like one of them in me mm-hmm. a year, maybe right. two. If I'm like, yeah. if it's like yeah. shorter burns. Yeah. So. I did 100%. Uh, what was it? Shadow of Mordor. And I think that was a total of 32 hours, if I remember correctly. And so like that to me is a good, like you can beat so, the game much faster, but a hundred percent in 30 hours, like that's a, that's a good. So this is, uh, how long to beat has a uh, main st- for ghosts. It has a uh, main story is 24 and a half hours. Okay. Main, okay. Main plus extras is 43 and a half. 
Um, completionist is 60 and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, and it's like, but, and I'll like, when you like, so I think about like Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man for PS4. Like I probably, I'm going to look that up too. When, I think it's it like, was only like 15. To, to beat to it. But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to beat. Yes. Um, but to, to complete it, it was like, mm-hmm. it was. That's true. Cause that was, that was pretty much an open world game too. It was a, it was a go so, to the little icons, do the things. Yeah, that's, but it's significantly. So completionist is 33 hours on Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's, that's kind of a different world in some ways. Like, I don't mind like for completionist playthroughs on those those games them being a little longer like that, especially mm-hmm. if the content is compelling. Like if that, it's just so that's the thing. That's the thing is is I to me and I I stopped doing side quests in Horizon because it wasn't because the side quests all were kind of fetch questy. Yeah, I mean, did you do experience. any of the hunting ground stuff? Uh, at first, I did. At yeah. first, I did a little bit of it. Um, but I didn't find that it gave me enough reward for the time that it would take to do. So I, I think just- the most useful thing with the hunting ground, the hunting grounds is the fact that like these, they serve as tutorials, wait, not tutorials, but like ways to like really like flesh out the toolkit. Say like, mm-hmm. this is how you've been using this thing. Mm-hmm. What if you used it like this instead? Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder if maybe that should have been if they could have like put those, sprinkled those into the into the main quests too, because you know as we've talked before, and I guess I should have laid this out on the table earlier, is that the game didn't really, not that it didn't click with me. I enjoyed it, but I didn't really get it until towards the very end yeah. when it was really challenging. And that, so like if I would have known how to do, if I was forced into doing some more of these things and playing in different ways and playing it more like a Monster Hunter game, I think I would have liked it more than I did. And unfortunately, I didn't know that stuff until the very end. And because the yeah. game never really like forced me to change my play style. No, it then. just, well, and that's, and that's, that's sort of the thing is it never really, it's like, well, yeah, you can sort of like brute force your way through a lot of this stuff. But like mm-hmm. it, the game really shines when you're sort of doing all the crazy stuff. Like you're right. pulling out the trip caster and you're setting up your snares and you're doing all sorts of like the dumb, like, you know, you're lobbing, you know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, that's like, it's just like, and it's, you're, you know, while you're flipping in and out of the different bows and the different gadgets and the stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, super satisfying um yes yes yeah I, I think there's actually i remember you and i having a conversation where you, you were like i've been playing it like you're like i've been doing this and i was like have you been using x y and z and you're like no and i'm like uh dude check out that stuff <laughs> like, yeah like yep. and yeah. and that's and and there was like a point where it's like i think like a couple days later you're like yeah this is a lot more fun now mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was mm-hmm. like yeah, but it yeah it, the game doesn't uh, that is something where Horizon doesn't do a great job of like 
encouraging you to like, I mean, that, that's the one thing. Okay. So like the one thing sort of in comparison, like breath of the wild, like one of the things I really appreciate about it, it all my hookshot gripes aside and everything else, like mm-hmm. it basically, it gives you a toolkit at the beginning of the game and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have like, it's like, this is all the stuff that you like, these are all the basic tools and it gives you an idea of some of the different things that you can do with that. But then it's really just go out and play, like go out mm-hmm. and figure out different ways, like, you know, blow stuff up and all sorts of, you know, crazy nonsense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it does like through the, through the structure of the game and the way that you need to need to innovate the way that you're using your tools in order to finish puzzles in the game, because the game is so puzzle focused in order to finish certain shrines, you need to do special things with the items that you've had the entire game. Um, it does teach you those things as well. well and it, you know, it incentivizes you to like, sort of like learn how to like do this, this thing over here. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you've been using your bombs like this, but what if you use your bombs like this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, there, and and there there are some advanced techniques and stuff like the bomb jumps and all that other crap. And I've seen other people mm-hmm. do some of that stuff, and I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> no. Well, well, yeah, people can go crazy with the physics in Breath of the Wild in ways that I don't think the uh, the developers intended. But uh, yeah, I mean, hey, like y- you know, you do you, like that right. stuff's neat, like, but not for me, man. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. just. You know, there's some other things like I think one of the things is both of these stories, like as a point mm-hmm. of comparison, both the stories of these games are pretty good, but I don't know that I'm all that impressed with either one. I think if mm-hmm. if like you're you're sort of stacking them side by side, I think Breath of the Wilds is a little bit better, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's also like I mean, like let's be honest, the Legend of Zelda games, as far as like. Legend of Zelda story go like this is way better <laughs> than a lot of the other Legend of Zelda stories, like mm-hmm. in some ways. But it's also I, I, I it's did. very sparse. You know, yeah. there's there's really not much to it. It's it's yeah, just and the you fact actually that have you to like go see. hunt a good chunk of it down, like with the memories mm-hmm. and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And I do wish that Breath of the Wild had done like a little bit better job of sort of like stringing some of that in yeah like you know like because like you can actually play the game and not get like major story beats right like if you don't do a a guardian beast fight or you don't Mm -hmm. stop at a certain town like and you can just miss entire chunks of content uh and it's like and that's unfortunate because i think like it's got a pretty decent story even Mm -hmm. if it is sort of like absolutely buried whereas with horizon i just think it's the the story's a little for lack of a better term up its own butt a little too much it's like it takes itself a little too seriously Mm -hmm. you know it's like this sort of you know money 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 twirl his mustache like (laughs) oh now i've broken everything here's a pile of money fix this for me please you Mm -hmm. know it's kind of like Exactly, and, and then and then okay, I got I gotta say, you know, we already said the spoilers, okay? And then later on, he gets worse 
because out of nowhere, he just decides like, oh, no, uh, also, they shouldn't learn about any of this. You know, the, let's just let them do their own thing. It's like, bro, you're the worst piece of human trash that has ever existed. <laughs> well, I mean, I it's been a while, but I just remember him just like, so guys, like here, here's spoilers, full, full yes. bore for yes. Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we ruined the world and we did it by creating these machines. The, like everything had sort of come down to like automated AI sort of controlled robots and everything else. Mm-hmm. And they had created these, these machines, these war machines that mm-hmm. could actually just like, they were they were self-contained, but then they could just pick up anything and turn it into fuel. So they could just consume any sort of like organic matter. Yes, organic, yeah. Mm-hmm. And turn it into fuel. Um and it, it's sort of like one of those like prime directive things where like, you know, basically these things just they they were sort of closed off AI systems, the self-contained, self and protected. And they were just impossible. And they started just destroying the earth, waging their their these automated wars, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like um And they could reproduce themselves through they, the they organic re- matter as well. They could rebuild it, they could create like f- their own facilities and rebuild themselves. They were, it was it was but we basically killed ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they figured out the only way to sort of like save humanity in any way, shape, or form was to create these like arcs. That had like a bunch of like frozen babies and clone mm-hmm. babies and stuff like that. And, and, and basically, well, it turns out all the robot dinosaurs are actually sort of like these AI robotic nano machine things that are meant to help sort of re and terraform the earth. The earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and it's, 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 it, it's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting concept. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think actually it's not terrible. It's just, I think the story is actually fairly interesting. I think the execution more than anything is, is pretty lacking. Yes. Um, And, and for me, it comes down to what you said at first is that it just takes itself too seriously. Like I am used to video games. And so plot holes for the most part, aren't a big deal to me unless you're like going so far, the the presentation in this game is to over explain everything. And so the fact that there are plot holes and things that don't really seem to make sense, um, it, it feels even even more like glaring because they're trying to absolutely explain, oh, well, this and there was this, uh, uh, the reason we did it this way is because of this, this, this. Like you don't have to... And, and and all the characters, yeah, again, are just like overly serious about all this stuff. Whereas, like, it, you could just have fun with it. Like, it, that's okay. You don't have to take it. And because, hmm, I don't mean to read into this too much, but it does feel a little preachy with its whole like, oh, look at this game we made. We've got a strong, independent young woman as the main character from uh from a tribe of strong, independent uh, old women. Well, they're they're matriarchal. It's matriarchal rule, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing that annoyed me is like 
because you are in, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, because the the world that you inhabit is like has like stone age material, you know, and and the tribes that you're in are very primitive. That's the word I'm looking for. They're primitive. Um, the fact that Make you sure have the them, word that you're not looking for is Uga Booga. Uga Booga. Yes, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> but the fact that that you have a matriarchal society like that doesn't make sense because, like, it, it's kind of like a wouldn't the strongest, like the physically strongest people, be in leadership? Not and and the way that they portray. Okay, okay. Here's here's an exercise. Okay, can you name me? Two, okay, because I can think of one. Can you name me two male characters in this game who are who who show strength, who are not evil? Because one is Aloy's dad, okay? Aloy's stepfather, or foster father, or whatever. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. um, and he dies early on in the game. Is there any other man in this we, game who shows that, strength that's who's not evil? The Sun King, the Sun King. Who he's a wimp. He needs yeah. to have another chick next to him in order to go out into battle. Oh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, listen. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. Um, uh, I mean, they, some of those uh, those tinkerers, I remember running into one of those, like the the, the clan that like does the <clears throat> the inventor stuff. I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I don't remember, but yeah, it, but it's it, it, I, your point stands that there's not anything like super commemorative where it's just mm-hmm. like like all the bad guys are are dudes, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and it starts you off in this matriarchal matriarchal tribe with like there's also this other character and I don't remember her name but she's the black woman who is really strong and like she's a cool character don't get me wrong I'm not saying oh you shouldn't ever have these women in these roles but I'm just saying if it's built around like primitive tribes don't act like that is what I'm saying and so it's a very like 21st century mindset that's bolted onto this all this and so it felt and then at the end of the game okay just gotta say this there's literally a scene at the very end of the game where you're talking to Elizabeth and and she's like, you know, why didn't you have a family? And she's like, well, I needed to help the world. I couldn't have a family. Well, if you had a family, you know, if you had a son or a daughter, what would you say to them? Oh, uh, well, I would say to her, her, it would be a girl. I would I would have a daughter, not a not a son. I would say to her, just be strong and fall, you know. And I'm just like, like get out of here. Like, why are you like, you can just, we can just play as Aloy. That's fine. You don't have to like preach at me. Like women strong too. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it just felt I mean, weird to me. Yeah. I, I don't remember noticing that as much. Um, okay. But okay. I mean, I might just be overly sensitive. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, I mean, that, that that's just sort of like, honestly though, that's just sort of where a lot of these companies are sort of headed to some of mm-hmm. that that stuff. I mean, like, look at The Last of Us Two Part Two. Yeah, um, you know, that's yeah. a whole nother ball of wax. But yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I no, I get it. I get it. Like, it's just like, I guess, like, here's the thing. Like, I've read enough like science fiction and stuff like that, and where <laughs> they're always doing that, where it's all like, you know, mm-hmm. you have, and it's like, I'm just like, eh, yeah, let's just like. 
you guys are just pulling from this crap where it's like, you know, this empowerment fantasy stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, hey, like, I guess, like, cool. Yeah. It's like. And, and again, like, if, if if we were Aloy, if, you know, you are Aloy in this game and she's cool, you know, like she she's. I'm fine with playing Aside as from Aloy. making it's some totally really fine. weird faces sometimes. Right, right. But you also have to admit, like, okay, again, I'll pose this as a question, okay? What is Aloy's arc throughout the game? Well, I mean, she, like, so she's, she starts off as, like, the baby, the weird outsider baby. And then it's sort of like the outsider. It's the outsider to becoming like not just the outsider, but like the the hero, the savior. Yeah. Right. But and she becomes that like immediately because Rosh like trains her up. I think his name is Rosh. I think it's Rosh. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. And she becomes like awesome. You know, the, well, she after runs. The she runs. She runs the trial and like cleans everybody's clock. Hmm. And then it's that for the rest of the game. Like she's learning about her past and the past of the world and all this stuff, but she's just awesome the entire time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and it, it just, yeah. And again, I'm fine as playing as her. It's just like, she just, she, there's, there's really nothing to her. The story. Well, and that's the, the story. Like I said, is just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's probably, it's just, it's, takes itself way too seriously right and it's just like dude like i i yes. feel like i feel like honestly yeah if they probably would have pulled back the gas on some of that stuff mm-hmm. and just been like hey cool playground like just rip around kill robot dinosaurs here's kind of a story we tacked on that's kind of neat like you know mm-hmm. and it, i think yeah like if you would scale back some of that it probably would have been like way more satisfying way more yep yeah 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 and so yeah I I do think like the story is one of the sticking points for me because I was expecting more out of it. Like I'd heard from multiple yeah. places, and I don't think I I'd, I'd heard this from you. You just said it was an awesome game, um, I just said, but like, from for, other well, places, I like for me it is it, the gameplay was so much fun. Like yeah. I just I was like, dude, it's such a cool environment, and the mm-hmm. gameplay is like super super tight. Like it's just fun. Like yes. I'm just having like a bunch of fun ripping around in this world. Like, and the, mm-hmm. the story was sort of like the weak point where I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's serviceable. Yeah. Um, but it's not awesome. It's, it's good. Yeah. Like I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say like, it's good, but it's not like it's, it's video game writing where it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's like good for a video game. It's not good because it's good. It's just, mm-hmm. it's good for a video game. Like, which is, Okay, know. I'm 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 gonna make a comparison, and this just came to me. So feel free to shoot this down if you want to. This might not even work out, but here we are because uh, it popped into my brain. Um, I would say it's very similar to uh, that movie Avatar, where like it's it's the, like the, just the story. I'm not saying the game in general. Well, but it's the story the, is where the, like the, enviro, the environmental crusader kind of like gotta like beat back the the consumerist capitalist pigs mm-hmm. you know the 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 the, um, the evil empire stuff yeah 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 i mean but dude and, that's like that's that's like sci-fi trope 101 
<laughs> like, right. But if you made like a, f- if, if it was more fun and lighthearted, like you could totally roll with it, but because they, they went kind of the serious route, it's just like, well, oh, and it doesn't man. even need to be lighthearted, but it just needs to be not up its own rear end yeah. all the time. Like just yeah. don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah. Like you can like just dial some of that back. Some of like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the preachiness. And I think it would have been like a lot more enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. but that's, I mean, you live and you learn. I, yeah. It's just one of those things like, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of prefer horizon story just because it's, it's, I don't have to go digging as much, mm-hmm. yeah. but I did like breath of the wild story. I just thought mm-hmm. like, it's a shame it, you know what, it, what it is. It's a shame that they buried breath of the wild story the way that they did. Because mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. It's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a reality where the princess failed, um, mm-hmm. that Link failed, and yep, that's that's actually really interesting. But mm-hmm. you don't find out like and it like to a certain extent it makes sense, like because like he's an amnesiac and it's like. I get it. Like, I just wish they had made some of the story beats a little more apparent, like a little hmm. more, like maybe not apparent, but like, and that's one of those things where I, I feel like if they had made it so that the story was a little easier, like, like almost like, and I know like the whole thing is like, don't the, the, the map is like pretty like scaled back and minimalistic versus a lot of other maps. But hmm. like, Honestly, it would have been just nice to have a quest where it's like, hey, here's the story beats. Like, and this will point you into this next direction over here where it's like, mm-hmm. like you can follow it. If you follow this, this, these story beats and stuff, it's going to take you across the map. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, like if they had given you so that like when you, the, the photo things. Yeah. And it, it had just been like, hey, like we'll put you in the area that you need to be. And like, mm-hmm. and you might need to talk to some people to unlock the actual spot. Like, but like make it a little easier to sort of dig up that story because it is interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, it's actually pretty compelling. It's, I would say it's the better story. It's just, it's a lot harder to find it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Horizon's story is like right there. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't have, I don't have to go digging through like weird, like, like I don't have to stand on the spot and wait, you know, <laughs> like, like find this weird spot in the middle of the map, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's one of those things. I'm so here's a bit of a, an, a controversial take and I've sort of avoided it. Mm-hmm. Breath of the wild needs a hook shot. Like I keep okay. coming back to it. Okay. It needs it, dude. And I would say like this, that would catapult. Where, where are these games in the list? Do you know? Oh, I think like seventeen, eighteen. I could be okay. wrong. Oh, that's a pretty, pretty high up spot. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They're thirty five, thirty six. Oh, they're down there. So I don't know what I was thinking near. But I guess I just sort of like, I think that they're 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 kind of neck and neck, and it's they're an mm-hmm. interesting sort of time capsule out of what like what we got in this time period, right? Mm-hmm. But. It's it's tough for me because like there are so many so like for what it boils down to for me is like 
what what I struggle with is, and we've talked about this, like Breath of the Wild abandons a lot of what I think it means to be a Zelda game. And they mm-hmm. do it in a yep. way like that is like, I get it. Um, and, you know, in the Discord, uh, Jono said, he talks about more of the survival, you know, kind of nature of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fine. But even there, I sort of take umbrage with that because I'm like, if you're going to do sort of a survival style kind of game and have some of those mechanics, like you really owe it to the player to have, I don't know, a better crafting system, like in general, like, like the whole recipes and stuff. And these are minor Mm -hmm. crimes, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. the recipes, like if you find a recipe that works, like it should, there should be something in there and say like, boop, just like in a little notebook or whatever, in a little tab, And it's like, oh, you want to make these things? This is what you need. So you get like mm-hmm. these five things and it's like, you can just hit this. It's like, go to the pot. It'll pull everything that you need. And there you go. And, you know, like give you the opportunity to tweak recipes, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've talked about the weapon breaking. Dude, like we've talked about like, why not give you the opportunity to remake weapons? Maybe they won't be as powerful as like the weapons that you find, you know, mm-hmm. or like some of the higher tier, better weapons. But it's like, give people to like sort of restore, like the opportunity to restore weapons or to make their own weapons. Like if you're going to have weapons break, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like these are some of the things it's like, this just feels like, it's kind of like, and even with a combat, like the combat sort of feels kind of, I don't know. I don't want to use the word half butt, but it kind of... <laughs> Like it doesn't feel as like, and, and, you know, part of it is, I know that's not what they're trying to do, but it's like, you have the opportunity to make this like a lot more robust than it actually was. Like you, there are all these games that are doing like really great combat. I'm not saying that you need to like, be like, we're going to make the combat like dark souls, mm-hmm. but you make mm-hmm. it better than it was. And, and, and I get it there, they want you to, there's more of a puzzle approach to a lot of this combat, but at the same time, I'm just like, dude, like, like, I mean, part of those games as a general rule is like killing the monsters, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. that should be a satisfying experience, whether you're doing it in sort of a very puzzly way, or if you're just like straight on, like, you know, like. I, I I really did like killing those monsters that they were just like the giant stone ones and then you would have to like mm-hmm. knock off their arms and then like climb up their back. Like those were those were a lot of fun. But I don't know, I just never felt like the monsters like the this the the normal combat. And so my thing is like and I know that we've talked about this, but like for a game about traversal and I get it, it would probably break it early on, but make it a late game addition. Like, give us a hook shot. Like, I think it would spice the combat up. I think it would spice just travel up. I just think it's, and I think it's it's sort of, a, granted, it's not in every Zelda game ever, but it's sort of one of the most iconic tools in the Zelda sort of toolkit. And it's just, it's a shame that they couldn't find some way to sort of like work that in, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think a lot of the reason they didn't is, I, I'm not sure that, I mean, we talked about the fact that this, runs on this is a wii u game yeah as well as a switch game and yeah. it it pretty much just like even on the switch a lot of people are like this is witch magic um this should not be running <laughs> the way that it does 
um, mm-hmm. is optimized, you know, to the bajillionth sort of degree. But I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I really, I guess, sort of when this all came comes down to it, like, I as as much as it, I was sort of wrong about Breath of the Wild. I think it's a really great game. I still maintain that it's, it's it's pretty overrated though. Like it's it's like one of those I, things where it's like people are like it's ten out of ten, and I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, this is a high eight, maybe a nine, but this is not a ten. Like there there are some problems with it, and I think that it's because in an effort to really sort of separate this game from the the established legend of zelda sort of franchise like the fact that it is a reboot there are a few key things that it just abandoned like the the, like Mm -hmm. dude like honestly like it would have been really cool like some of those shrines were like we've talked about this too some of the shrines are really great like give me a a shrine just give me a full-fledged temple (laughs) Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, just like get, get yeah. me a legitimate dungeon and throw in a few of those shrines. You can throw in some bigger ones. You can throw in a combat shrine, like chain those together to give me a more robust experience. And like, I'm going to eat that up because I'm a sucker. <laughs> but it's like, if it's just like, well, here's a weird shrine in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. there, there's, and, and like I said, I think too, like, if you're going to go, I don't know. It's it's one of those things like if you're going to go with the survival route, there are other survival games out there that are doing some of the stuff right that you should probably be taking cues from. Why aren't you taking cues from them? Because Nintendo gun to Nintendo, that's why. They're like, <laughs> yeah, we're Nintendo. We got to figure it out. And I'm like, well, it's passable. It's fine. It's okay. But it's like, I don't know. You you mentioned the you mentioned the crafting and the recipes and things like that. I just got to say I completely agree with you. Um, and you know, as much as I do love the game, I uh, I didn't spend much time making food. You know, I would just like once I found something useful, I would just basically continuously make that. And I will say that actually made the game way easier because you could carry tons of food all the time. Mm -hmm. And so the whole, the whole like items and crafting portion of the game, I agree is not the best. I would, I would also say similar ideas in horizon zero dawn where you just like, you have this overabundance of just like junk you're carrying around. Um, And I was never really at a loss for items because they're everywhere. And so it was just like a, it was not a great crafting system no. there either. But you know what was, what was fun about the, the Horizon Zero Dawn crafting though is like you could do it all from in the menu, but you could mm-hmm. also craft like arrows and stuff on the run. Like yeah. you could, mm-hmm. and I thought that's neat. Like I did, mm-hmm. I did it like that. It doesn't make sense, but yes. It yeah, makes for it better makes gameplay. Zero sense, but it's actually <laughs> a lot of fun. And I was like, yeah. and that's one thing where I was like, yeah, I remember doing that. And I was like, yeah, or, or but there were times where I was like, I'm just gonna go to the menu. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's like and you yeah. just grabbed a bunch of crap crap in the menu. And I mean, I don't know, like 
I just think these are really two. 2017 was a really great, I mean, time period. Like, yes, because shortly after both of these games came out, got the new God of War came out. There's a whole pile. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think the following year, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, when did Spider Man come out? I think in that time frame. Yeah. So, because yeah. you, know, you could, mentioned it, and now I'm like, oh, that was a great game. <laughs> it's like the Spider Man. I like that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, like this that that was a really that was like. Did Persona Five come out in 2017? Uh, we will Google and find out. Um, let's not see not that I would put that. Not that no, it was 2016. So, so Spider Man uh, is 20 September 7th, 2018. Okay. Um, okay. Doom. Cool. Doom was 2016. 2016, yeah. So Hence there, the I title. Mean, yeah, Doom 2016. Um, <laughs> well, it's not. It's actually just Doom. We just right, call it I Doom know, 2016. I know. I'm being yeah. a turd. Um, yeah, <laughs> jerk. You jerk. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a. I mean, like it's there's a sort of. I look at in a lot of ways like Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn sort of kicked off a, a really sort of prolific couple of years where we mm-hmm. just got like a ton of really great stuff um so i don't like i said uh, you know i guess the biggest thing here is like i still maintain that i think breath of the wild is overrated but mm-hmm. i was probably too hard on it i mean mm-hmm. i i think it's a great game and it's honestly one of those games that like i've thought about it and it's like it'll probably get fired back up um just like Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'll just go around here and like dink around and like let's see like what kind of trouble I can get into. And I mean, I and, and we talked about it a little bit. I really did not like the. I like the stamina system in theory, mm-hmm. but the whole like you got to choose between hearts and stamina. I'm like, no, that's stupid. Um, full disclosure here, people. I use an exploit to max out my hearts and my stamina. And I don't feel bad at all because I'll tell you what, after I did that, I actually enjoyed the mess out of that game. Hmm. Like enjoyed the mess out of it. And I don't feel like I robbed myself at all because like I thought that that was not a great part of the game. So Hmm. like, I mean, and maybe somebody's like, well, you, you robbed yourself of the, the true experience. Like, yeah, maybe, but I liked it. I liked that game. Like, and honestly, if I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have beaten it. Probably wouldn't have finished it. Hmm. So maybe it's like, maybe I need to put an asterisk there. Like, you know, Barry Bonds had to put the asterisk by his, was it Barry? No, <laughs> was it Barry Bonds? Who had, whoever had to do, like, took like a home run record or whatever and had to put an asterisk on the baseball because apparently he was taking steroids, mm-hmm. which, you know, yeah, that's, that's a whole nother thing. but. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just like it was a it was a Breath of the Wild was a really great game. I'm glad you got around to playing mm-hmm. Zero Dawn because I think Yeah, yeah, me too. Zero Dawn like I, I honestly think you should go back and just like start like start over and play it mm-hmm. the way that it ought to be played and have <laughs> way more fun with it. Yeah. Um No, but it's like and they are there there are a lot of similarities between these two games. But there's mm-hmm. also like like there's enough to distinguish like and that's that's sort of what like i said i i think i come back to and just like that's what i really resented 
is that Horizon Zero Dawn is sort of, it's different enough and it deserves to be judged on its own merits. But because of the time frame, because when it, when it was released, and we, we just can't help but do this. We just can't help but mm-hmm. do this. We're like, right. oh, you know, it's like, they came out at the same time. We've got to judge these things against each other. And I'm like, or right. it's like, if you can only play one, then I guess like, yeah, you know, but if, if like play both of them, they're both really stinking good games. Like, I think they, they bring a lot to the table. They've got some interesting narratives. And I think more importantly, there's some really interesting design choices in both of those games mm-hmm. that I think are worth like noticing and, and, really digging into like mm-hmm. you know there, there is all sorts of crazy the some of the crazy physics stuff like i dinked around with that a little bit in breath of the wild okay okay yeah not a ton because i just was like <laughs> i do not have the patience for this like yeah no yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um but i, I can see the appeal like mm-hmm. i did at one point in time there was like one of those puzzles is like one of the electric puzzles. And it's like, yep. you have to light this, th- you have to connect these two things. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'd laid like a bunch of like metal swords down. Yep. And I was like, and I just used the magnet to reposition them. And that's how I created uh, my chain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I did not like how, like the second something got wet, it's like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm going to fall off this thing now. And I'm like, that's stupid. You're stupid. It's like anytime, to think. like if you were climbing anything and it started raining. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you're not going to keep climbing. <laughs> no. Nope. It's, it's just going to be like, you're nope, done. you're going to fall yeah. down. It's like. And there are tons of memes about that, that it just starts raining at the most inopportune times. And yeah. Dude. Yeah. I think to I think to the the one there was a moment in Breath of the Wild that I got like really mad like mm-hmm. super mad and it's just it maybe it was just me being like a crank and I was like I this game sucks blah blah, blah. I was flying all right and so anybody who knows anything about the way electricity works <laughs> is that the damage actually happens when it grounds out. All right. Mm-hmm. So like the reason you get burnt and stuff is like because you become the ground. Mm-hmm. And so the instead of the energy sort of like dancing on your skin, it just rips through you. Like mm-hmm. you know, but if you're in the air, it doesn't ground out. It just hangs out. And mm-hmm. then it you know and it and um I was in the air one time. And I wasn't thinking about it. And I had like a metal sword or a metal boomerang or something. And I see mm-hmm. the little sparks and stuff. And I'm I'm flying, I'm floating through this storm. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, you know, floating through the storm. And I see the little sparks. And I had no idea what that meant. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, I got blasted out of the sky. <laughs> like, and I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, this is not how electricity works. Screw you. Like, you know, unrealistic <laughs> electric, electrical, electricity physics. Like, you know. <laughs> Come uh, on. <laughs> but I was, I was pretty cranked. And it was like one of those things where I was like stupid high up. And I was like, mm-hmm. and when you get 
I got blasted and I was like, well, I'm pretty much dead. Dylan. Like, like <laughs> I'm just done. You got shot out of the sky by a lightning bolt. Made me <laughs> mad. Nice. Yeah, man. I don't know. Oh, man. Um, you know, I think this is one of those things where now that we both play these, I think mm-hmm. maybe we need to talk about their placement. Now, I, I still maintain that I think they need oh, to man. be neck and neck, but they might need mm-hmm. to go higher. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I agree uh, uh, with going higher. Um, cause yeah, 35 and 36 does seem pretty low to me. Oh man. Oh, but they're such good. See, when games. you, when you start getting towards the top though, too, like then it gets real tough. Cause like, yeah, I'm thinking like if we can find a way to get them in the top 25. Yeah. Like even up there, that's not too big a jump, but mm-hmm. Like even if we got them to twenty four and twenty five, I think that would be fair. So you'd put them above Link's Awakening, then they would be. The, it would be the highest Zelda game on our list. I think. I mean, my personal favorite is uh, Wind Waker. And I think. Mm-hmm. I think Wind Waker is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where we have that on the list, but it's probably not nearly high enough, in my opinion. <laughs> but. It, <laughs> that that's also like that, that that's part of this like all of this is going to be subjective all mm-hmm. of it like every time especially when it comes to like any sort of ranking or anything so i don't know yeah i don't know man that that would that would make horizon uh a zelda sandwich and wind waker's 41 by the way so that's about five places down from where those are but yeah i mean we can we can do that for now until uh you know, until we have further discussion. The the only other thing is that um, right above Link's Awakening, this is kind of strange, is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Because Mike Tyson's Punch-Out so is high? a fantastic game. It, Mike, it is. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was number 10. Classic. Oh, man. In the, original, really? in the original list. I'm pretty sure it was wow. like number 10. Now that's Bioshock. I, I would put these above Punch-Out. I get it. Punch Out's a classic. Don't get me wrong. I just like Breath of the Wild. That would put him beneath, right beneath near then. But mm. that's that's just me. Yeah. See, I don't know, man. Like Nier's, I think Nier is sort of a cut above them, even though it sort of left me right. like. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Is near it? Near would be 22, and then 23 Breath of the Wild, 24 Horizon. Yeah, but even there, it just feels like hmm. there's a big gap. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta at some point in time, I gotta I gotta wrap up control, and we gotta set up the oh yeah the book club discussion here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and I'll be honest, maybe part of uh, even my thinking on the side quests in Horizon is due to control because that game has really good side quests. Um, in terms of not, not like extra, you know, there, there was some boring stuff that's like the alerts and stuff that you get, but Mm -hmm. like the actual, like, Oh, Hey, there's this other room over here. Let's, let's check this out. Like stuff was really cool when you did side quest content. Whereas yeah, I felt like it was pretty blah. Yeah. I mean, and, but that's also too, like, I mean, that that's the hard part is that you have to judge these games as a product of their time, True. but you also yep. have to judge these like, because part of it is like the timeless nature of it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I think 
Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's unfortunate, but I think it's a bit of a relic of the like, well, it's just that Ubisoft yep. style sandbox, yep. open world checkbox kind of crap. And it's like, mm-hmm. eh, it's not great. It's it's fine. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I like the game. I, I, I like I like both of them. I like both of them yeah. a lot. I think they're a lot of fun. Like I said, I was tempted to sort of do the reinstall and do the PS5 upgrade, mm-hmm. whatever thing for just her for Horizon, uh, just to see what they had done with it. But I, I mean, and I, I think that that's the one thing too in thinking about this. Like the thing is, like once I was done with Horizon, and I did the Frozen North or the Frozen Wilds or whatever too. Oh yeah, okay. And so once I did that, I was pretty much done. Like I was like, mm-hmm. once I platinumed it and everything else, I was like, ah, I'm I'm done with this world. I don't need to come back here. Even though it yeah. would be cool to like jump back in and like you know maybe hunt some like just do some hunting and, and sort of ripping around and stuff. But after, and, and I mean, and some of that has to do with just like, there is still a substantial amount of credit, like, or not credit content in breath of the wild that I haven't tackled yet. Like I, I mm-hmm. haven't done all the temples. I haven't, or all, I haven't found all the shrines. I haven't done. There's, there's a pile of stuff that I haven't done, mm-hmm. but it's like there, there, there's a, there is that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's just interesting to come back to these games with, uh, I think a little bit more perspective on both of them. Like, yeah, it's funny because, you know, this, this whole episode was kind of billed as like, Oh, the horizon versus uh legend of Zelda kind of a thing. But, but at the end of the day, we both liked both the games. <laughs> it's, so like, it's like, it's not, it's not the word that we're like, putting it down as like this one's trash and and that one is a masterpiece it's like no no they're both they're both good game they both have like here are the areas where yeah we th- we think they have issues but then but overall like they're both good games yeah yeah no so, and that's yeah sorry guys if you were expecting yeah a knockdown drag out fight some like it's not necessarily what some, you got some catch these hands kind of moments um, <laughs> no no and i mean th- there will be times when we disagree on stuff and i mean yeah i think even when we were sort of talking about some of the my feelings on breath of the wild earlier like yeah man just just add a freaking hook shot to the game just <laughs> if there's not a hook shot in breath of the wild too man i'm gonna be so disappointed like and I, I know that maybe I'm just setting myself up for failure, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, man, it would have made this game so much cooler. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just so much cooler. It's like, whereas, okay, so this is the, like, sort of a point of comparison where I think they said, like, whereas, like, Horizon's story takes itself too seriously. I think sometimes, like, so, like, there's that, that, the master sword trials or whatever, where you can like power up the master sword and stuff. Like okay. ain't nobody got time for that. That's the kind of stupid. That's a DLC, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, it's like 50 levels of like you, like you start with nothing and then you sort of like work your way up. And I'm like, no way, man. No. And I mm-hmm. know that there's some nerds out there who have done that. Like, you know, kudos to you. Yep. 
But you're a freaking I talked to one just this afternoon, actually. You're a freaking <laughs> nerd. Like you should feel bad about yourself. I'm not jealous or anything. Yeah. Um, I, I was surprised. I was talking to this guy. Um he's a younger guy. Uh, but he said his favorite game of all time was Ocarina of Time. And I was like, Oh, really? You go for Ocarina? And he was like, Yeah, it was like the first video game I ever played. And I was like, Oh, I feel old. Um, mm. and uh, I asked him if he had played Breath of the Wild, and he was like, Oh yeah. I did absolutely everything in that game. And so he listed off like every, you know, all the Korok seeds, did the the trials, did all that, you know, everything in the DLC and stuff like that. He was like, I put in 600 hours into that game. Dude, that's was like, stupid. Oh, you, you got too much time. Literally 10 times what I put in. Too much time <laughs> on your hands, young man. Yeah, he well, yeah, he's he's a younger guy, so he has he has more time. He he isn't even one to play like a ton of games. It's like you get a game and you just play yeah, the anyways. mess out of it. And yeah. you know what? I can respect that because this is the kind of game where it's like, yeah, if you're gonna do it, like this is the kind of game for that. <laughs> There's so much, yeah. So, anyways, um, and and I mean, sorry, but that is DLC, like. Okay, you you say nobody has time for that. Okay, then don't get the DLC. Like, yeah, no, I mean, you don't have to. No, you don't. You don't. Like, that. There were some. You know what? What trial I really liked, and I did it totally the wrong way, but I kind of don't care. Um, mm-hmm. That one on the Dark Island. Dark Island. Like, is that the, the one where you lose all your stuff? N- no, okay. I don't think so. It's uh, you start out, and it's like it it's dark and you just go okay. on no that island is the one that like is way out in the ocean um yeah, yeah. the link's awakening the back yeah no the oh yeah oh yeah i didn't even re- <laughs> like realize that's what that i was like this looks familiar and then you're like oh here and i'm like oh yeah okay now i get mm-hmm. it Makes, yeah, it does look like uh, Link's Awakening Island, uh, whatever that island is called. Um, Colent. Huh. Yeah, Colent. Um, but there's an island, and it's sort of like in a swamp area okay. on, on one part of the map. And you like, and it's 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 an island in the sense that like it's it's ringed by water, but mm-hmm. it's it's inland. And you go in, and like there's a shroud of darkness, and if you don't have a torch. You can't really, or like if you have like one of the ancient weapons, you can use mm-hmm. the light off of those too. But um, if you don't have a torch, you can't see. And as you go through, you can actually like light these little beacons that'll actually, I didn't light any of those. Huh. I got all the way through and then I ended up fighting one of the giant one eye dudes. Yeah. And I was like, that was, that was tough. I did that mm-hmm. almost all in the dark, and then no, the, <laughs> no, you know what happened is at the towards the end of that puzzle when you go to fight him, I was like, I was like swinging, I was like shooting some fire around, and I saw like one of those little statues like light up as a torch, uh-huh. and I was like, oh crap! <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me, you freaking jokers. <laughs> I don't know, but I just feel like sometimes, like some of the combat puzzle stuff, it's like, it's like, like I said, I it's just I just want to sometimes I just want to kill some freaking moblins. I just want mm-hmm. I, I want to kill some monsters. I don't need to be fancy, like, 
And they're like, but no, we want you to like blow up these barrels. I'm like, I don't want to blow up the barrels. I want to run into the camp and I want to hack these dudes up. Like, <laughs> let me do that. It's like, you sure you don't want to blow up the barrels? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. Nice. But um, yeah, no, I, I think uh, it's, I'm I'm glad we we both got around to playing this stuff, but I think it's yeah. it's time to sort of put it, put a button on this one, man. So I agree, I agree. We have a lot. Uh, clearly, we've had a lot to say about both of these games, some of the good, some of the bad, and uh, but there is still more to say. In fact, I even had a couple uh, notes that that you know that, that's fine. We we said enough. I don't well, have to go well, beating a dead horse. Give, give me the um, the Cliff Notes versions of your notes. Uh, well, the Cliff Notes version, and we maybe we can talk about this a little bit more if we're if we're going to bro hang or something like that. But but they were the, the as I mentioned the big gaping plot holes to me, and and it might just be that I don't understand certain things. Um, but for me, the creation of Hades, like the entire point was, oh, you know, if the computer messes things up again, well, they'd already destroyed the world. Like, what was actually going to happen? Why did you create a fail safe? for terraforming the earth that's just stupid um that the end of the game hades becomes a sentient being that can like travel well, through all, the air like the, and it's the a thing computer is like program all of those different like so in the cradle or what the ark or whatever that thing was called mm -hmm. those are all ai like those mm -hmm. are so they're all sentient and hades yeah. was just another sentient sort of system right I, I don't understand why it was created and I don't understand how it could travel through the air into the little light thingy that the guy was carrying at the very end of the game. Like you're an AI. How are you like a spirit that can be captured? Oh, data, whatever data, data transfers, dude, Bluetooth, man. Oh, okay. Freaking okay. Bluetooth, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well then that makes sense. I mean, like, um, the, you know what, I, you know what I like about that though? I like about, I mean, and like, yeah, it's it it is ridiculous. Yes, I yeah. like the fact that like the the fact is like to us, it's like there's this technology, and we're like, oh yeah, it's like you know Bluetooth or shortwave radio or whatever. Mm -hmm. And some of it is like completely out of our purview as well. Like we don't have tech, mm -hmm. but it's like it's this idea. Like it goes back to like that that bit from the original Thor movie where it's like you know sometimes magic is just technology that you haven't experienced yet yeah it's like it's just yeah it's just we're way more high tech than you guys and so it's like <laughs> they they get they experience this stuff and it's like no this is just like for us we're like that's just tech like oh it's magic mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. it's like yeah i get it i get it i i actually kind of like vibed on that a little bit i was like <laughs> i was like i, I kind of like that i was like that's goofy but i dig it <laughs> Right, exactly. And if, if again, it's just too serious for its own good. Um, another big plot hole: Why the heck did Gaia only create one clone of Elizabeth? Like, why only create one Aloy? Why not send a whole freaking army of Aloys out? Why did it have to be one? Like, why would you put stake the entire dramatic uh, tension, bro? Human race in one kid? Yeah, that's stupid. You, you got to get that's them so stakes up. So dumb. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not dumb. If it's video game, it's dumb if you're trying to take it seriously. Well, that, but that's that's the whole like it's video game writing, dude. 
Exactly. Well, then be a video game through your video game. Like, stop trying to preach at me and be all and be all serious. Um, also, I thought I'll, I thought it was dumb how quickly the humans devolved. Like, just because Apollo was out of the picture, like the computers literally taught them nothing. Because once they came out of the ark, they were all like stupid, primitive humans and knew nothing about their past. Like, why wouldn't the computer? Why wouldn't the computers have taught them? anything about their past and because it was only a few generations because all the things were still terraforming the earth like humanity had only come out of the ark for a few generations and they completely forgot everything about their past like that seems really dumb so you anyways, know you say the cliff that, notes you say that yeah. but we have lived through the covid pandemic <laughs> and Touche. I'm just oh. going to say, man. Never underestimate the stupidity of humankind. <laughs> Yo, people could be real <laughs> dumb, bud. Real dumb. They forget. No, that's true. That's true. It's Touché. like, it's, yeah, well, but man. they're like worshiping and, and it's not even that like, oh, there were these old myths. It's, it's like, no, there, there was not. Also, why was Aloy outcast? They're worshiping this machine. This machine creates a human and they and she's an outcast like what yeah it's because old Why? ladies your goddess it's because just... weird old ladies are hateful and mean and that's why you shouldn't have matriarchs as the yes. no, i'm just kidding i'm just it's, kidding it's, because just like, like again mustache twirling bad guys too so it's just i was making a sexist joke but it was money just money, money money twirl my All mustache right. <laughs> money 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 oh no i screwed up the whole world here take some money Elizabeth, fixes can for you me. fix the yeah <laughs> right right exactly okay but that's that's the cliff notes on the the big fat spoilers in in my or, or plot holes in my in my mind that again like if if it were a little more lighthearted it's fine it's not a big deal but because they tried to explain absolutely everything it's like but guys it, yeah it it it, of, it, it is sort that. of like it is sort of like one of those things where it's like you guys went like all sorts of extra in all sorts of the wrong ways. Right, right. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get so, it. anyways, um, if there are other things that we didn't happen to bring up in you know the past two hours of talking about these two games, we'd love to hear from you guys. Like, what were some of the best things that maybe we just didn't talk about? What were some of the some of the worst things that just totally got under your skin about these games? And there are tons of ways that you can reach out and and let us know about that, where we can continue this conversation. We've got a Discord server that we're on. Uh, pretty often the past couple of weeks have been a little more spotty just because of where we've been at in life. Uh, but we're always in there. So feel free to to ping us in there. There's a link for that in the description of this episode. We've got the hashtag backlog book club on Facebook. You can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at BB downcast. And then if, if you want to, you know, reach out personally, um, it, pretty much everywhere on the internet, I go by Broccolope and Nate goes by nate underscore mckeever yeah and we did uh mention patreon earlier but it we would also if you want to help us out uh feel free to rate and review the podcast in your different podcast catchers and share with your friends we'd love to get more people uh in on these kinds of conversations these kinds of topics even if it is 40 years in the making yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, and just to sort of like do a quick little bit of a community shout out kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, we you mentioned the the Discord earlier. Um, 
yeah, we we do tend to be a little more active there than other social media platforms. Uh, even if, like you said, the last couple of weeks, not nearly as much. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I did want to draw some attention to uh, uh, the the Jono Sparks uh, Pokemon updates. Oh yes, his uh-huh. uh, whatever run that is. Uh, it's it's yeah, a it's thread. a lock run. It, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I know there's like <laughs> weird rules and stuff. But it's a mm-hmm. it's a thread in. I'm looking here in the, the Backlog Buster channel. And it's okay. but Roven Moonlight's the Alolan League, and uh, okay. yeah, he's doing a Nuzlocke run, and it's it's fun. I've enjoyed his little like his his updates on just like all the weird things that he's named his stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Josh. So we've we've done our thing, man. It's it's a night. Um, it's true. We we uh. We came and we we chewed the fat and uh, you know did not spit out the bones. Spit out the bones. Maybe maybe cooked up some. We used mushrooms to cook up like you know some mm. weird fruit dish. I don't know, dude. I use mushrooms in a fruit dish. Yeah, all the time in Legend of Zelda. Oh, like there'd <laughs> be so mushrooms mushrooms in my fruit dishes. Like that. That was also like go. the weird thing. Like sometimes those recipes, I'm like. This should not be working, but it is. <laughs> um, How did I get a cup of ramen? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we have uh, we we've done our things, and until you know, what should they do in the meantime, Josh? Guys, keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Indeed. <laughs>